Welcome to the PowerShell News Podcast. I'm your host, Haja Dalawal. And I'm the co-host, Mick Pletcher. All right, Mick. So, PowerShell Conference 2022 in Bellevue, Washington. And this is something really unique that we're doing right now. So, we are, we're both podcasters for PowerShell. And with us, we have a special guest who are also podcasters doing PowerShell podcasts. And, you know, we got two wonderful friends here from the the PowerShell podcast. All right, welcome guys. Thanks Go ahead and introduce us. yourself. My name is Andrew Plot, um, lover of PowerShell. <laughs> I'm Dirk Hammond and I think PowerShell's okay. <laughs> came to the right place. <laughs> this is cool. So we're gonna keep a free flow, right? We're just, we're gonna have a chat. So you guys been here um, attending sessions uh, as well, right? And then... Uh, yeah, it's been it's a, a difficult dance because we're trying to record something for the podcast and then we're doing a daily recap. So we have to attend as many sessions as we can for that. And, uh, and that, it's just, I mean, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. I guess that, that's yeah. it. That is exhausting. Doing podcasts <laughs> as well as, you know, as you know it. <laughs> Speaking and like being in engaged mode, it, it takes it out of you. And then you have the technical. It really does. It's like you, you're like, you're on and the energy just like, you know, after that, you just get drained, right? Yes, yes. And uh, people think, oh, you're just talking. No, no, no. It's not just talking. It really is. You got to be, yeah. uh, it's hard to explain, but well, you guys got it. It's the same thing with the editing. You know, you, you get like the sessions going and all. And then I, at the end, I do all the background editing to get it ready to go. Yeah. And it is. It, the whole thing and this whole week, we're both exhausted. Yeah. Yeah, and he sits here, you know, making sure that the, the volume levels are equal and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah. I, I moved a little bit better at that when I'm in the podcast room at the office. This is my first time using a portable. And it's been, at one time, I accidentally turned on stereo and it took all day to figure out how to turn it off. <laughs> yeah, so we've been seeing you guys doing um, uh, podcasts with, with attendees and, and, and other folks and speakers and stuff like that. But you guys found a unique place at the hotel bar. Oh, the hotel bar, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, our, our producer, his name's Kelly, who's fantastic. As I was leaving, he told me he bought a new filter that takes out background noise. And we figured we ought to, we ought to test it. Yeah. So we posted it at the bar, and uh, he reported that it worked out just fine. Yeah, that's it, awesome. Uh, turned all the noise down to a little background noise. You can tell we're at a bar. But yeah, I think we did two interviews like that. Did we, no, I think we did three interviews like three that. Interviews like yeah, that. worked out. How does that filter work? It goes into one of your, in, in that device? Uh, so, no, this just captures all the audio, and then we send it on to uh, Kelly. Uh, I see. And he has a whole set of pieces. I don't know what he does. He tried to explain to me one time, but I imagine it's like when I try to explain to my wife who's not technical what I do. <laughs> it is exactly the experience. He used a whole bunch of words that just went right over Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. The um, on ours at times we used uh, something called sound soap, uh, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and it has that ability to uh, take out background noise because when we first started our podcast, we had um, uh, we had issues at, at my office because mm-hmm. there's uh, um, <laughs> yeah you know because uh, right across from my office is the data center, so they've got all the big you know refrigeration unit uh, to keeping it all cold, and you could hear it in the just back the, hum. the hums yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah, and that's when we found out that SoundSoap could uh, help take those yeah. Those out. I actually have a personal challenge in my podcast. I try at some point make a mistake so I could just say Kedekin and then one time he couldn't. So we have an episode out there where I say, okay, we can take that out and uh, it's in there. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. We've had, we've had like, so what we do is we we use uh, Microsoft Teams actually to record our our podcast when we are not here. Um, So we just have like a, you know, we got a team's channel he'll join in i'll join in and then we're like okay let's go i start recording and uh there have been times when you know all of a sudden he's losing internet connection or something like that and jittery and uh, or someone else has fired up something in your office that that mm-hmm. sucked up the bandwidth oh yeah and then we'll have like uh, 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 and uh but but then you know we'll, we'll kick it off again later on and then he'll just like splice all of that stuff up, and people just don't really know that all of that stuff happened. Nice. Pretty cool, yeah. Um, he thinks I uh, sometimes over edit because I'll go through our podcast and I'll just I'll cut and cut and cut like the Oz, uh, yeah. all that stuff. Right. <laughs> you can't have awkward yeah. pauses. I mean, in and every conversation is going to be awkward pauses. Yeah. You can't let people know that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I personally don't care. I'm like, yeah, whatever, man, you know, be real. <laughs> so, okay, so here at PowerShell Summit, um, okay, you guys have been interviewing people, you guys have been doing a great job. I do, you know, I'm glad you mentioned about the, the recaps you guys have been doing. Uh, I've been checking out your, the blogs, and it's it's fantastic. It's great. It's a really nice and condensed, you know, this session, this session, this session, and so on. Next year, you can come and get a bigger taste. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I do worry sometimes that I just miss the point because some of the stuff is so high level that I'm trying to get it accurate. I know from the Lightning demo, I got Chris Martin's, I like the very basics of what it can do, but he was telling me everything it can do, and I undersold it completely. And I, feel bad about that. <laughs> I don't even know how you guys took notes for the Lightning demo because. That was going pretty fast. I just said that just taking pictures yeah. and, uh, and tweeting it. <laughs> so uh, what, what I do is I just uh, have my phone open to take notes, and then you record it. six out, I just give it a one line. Okay. And it's kind of like a callback. So then when I get 20, 30 minutes, I'll go up to my room where it's quiet, and I'll just start writing the paragraphs based on my callback lines that have out there. I so see. I can't do the whole thing live. I do it there. And then even that, we send it to, we have a... Oh, another writer that's at, I think back in Salt Lake right now. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Brock. And he goes through and he does the cleanup because he's, he's very technical as well. So he doesn't remove our menu, but he removes all of the background where I put in. Yeah. Yeah. Gives us the perfect commas. Yeah. That's awesome. But I would say the recap is almost all Jordan. I think I've done a few recaps. But, <laughs> so technically I get some of the credit, but it's it's all Jordan. That's, uh, and Brock, of course. So. I started it last year. But last year was remote, and it was a lot easier. Okay. It was a lot easier to do it remote. I just had uh, two keyboards. There's one that was up for the conference, and the other one was me just working. Okay. And I thought it would be the same, and it's it's not. <laughs> <laughs> was so what were the highlights of uh, 
Parshad Summit this year? Um, any top threes? Um, well, a huge takeaway for me and, and a huge highlight for me was talking to Sean Wheeler from the Powershell Docs team yeah. and getting some clarification and just kind of understanding that, that open source is a discussion. And so I was talking to the PowerShell team and they said they are open to, if you have a question, if you have an issue, start the discussion by filing an issue on, on the GitHub repository. Yeah. Ask a question That's if really there's not cool. already one and kind of, yeah, open source is a discussion first. If you don't need to come with the answer. You don't need to have it all figured out. Right. You need to come with, hey, here's what I'm experiencing, here's what I'm trying to do. Where are we going wrong? Here? Yeah. I, and I think we just learned that too uh, with uh, Jason Helmick um, when we had him here, and because uh, he he was like, "Hey, when are you gonna make uh, you know support? Uh, What's a disk cleanup? Cleandisk.exe." And he was like, "Can you go to GitHub and you know put that in and stuff, stuff like that, and we'll start having that discussion and and we'll work on it." So. I don't think a lot of people know that concept. I think people think is that that's where you go to get things, but not, you know, uh, have that kind of uh, two-way street. And I feel like, from my perspective, whenever I go to file issues in the past, I've thought, "Oh, these people at Microsoft, there, this needs to be really just ready to go." No, you can be a complete first time with a PowerShell, a little bit confused about a concept. The documentation isn't quite making sense to you. You need some clarification. Yeah, bring that up. Even if you were wrong about the question you're asking, the fact that you're asking that question is very valuable data so the PowerShell team can do a better job right. of providing that information to you in the future. Right, right. Yeah. And the part about opening issues, that was something we also heard just in the, the hallway track from uh, Dan Martins and Sidney Smith. Mm -hmm. they, they both said that they would love it when people do those submissions, even if it's just asking questions. So for, for people within Microsoft that do a lot of the, on the documentation side, it's been university, they wish more people would go in and Right. Yeah. <clears throat> the other thing that we learned is that uh, not a lot of people are aware about the PowerShell community call. Is that what it's called? Yes, PowerShell community call. The, uh, the th th Thursday of each month, right? Yeah. yeah. So people are surprised. They're like, what? What are you talking about? How do I get to that? And I uh, tweeted that yesterday, and I couldn't believe how many uh, likes I got on that tweet and retweets. And, and yeah, there, there aren't a lot that know about it and how critical that is if you want to really get involved in the PowerShell community. Yeah. And that's done by the PowerShell team. It so. is. Yeah. And you could go and be on a meeting with them and hear what's going on and yeah. voice your questions and kind of get a feel for the community. And it, it is very welcoming. They yeah. encourage more people. And um, it's not just a little bit like, oh, yes, we'd like more. No, it's they are overwhelmed with desire for it. It's not mm -hmm. just a little bit. It is there's a strong desire for new people to contribute and get yeah. involved. So how did you guys get started with your podcast? And what was your motivation and your, your inspiration? And uh, Well, our, our company, uh, PDQ, which we try not to bring it up in the podcast a lot just because they, they do a lot of the sponsoring, but it's not about that, it's about PowerShell. That's the community thing, yeah. They're, they're very passionate about PowerShell there. Okay. I do some videos, and I'm not sure like anymore, and I write some blogs on it. Uh, but we're just looking for another avenue, and it was actually Kelly that thought of the idea to start a podcast, and uh, Andrew was just an obvious ask to be a co-host. He's one of the most passionate about people I've met. Yeah, so for me, uh, I owe a lot of my success in life and a whole bunch of things. Um, 
two power shop and always looking to give back, always looking to learn by teaching and get yeah. involved. And when the opportunity came to do a podcast where I could, you know, get involved and help people, help the person who I was a few years ago, kind of guide them, I couldn't say no and haven't looked back since. Yeah, that's awesome. And so what's your the concept of your podcast? Uh, so mostly we wanted to focus on the community just because we felt like that was a strong and especially people new to power shell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think too many people struggle when they don't have to because the community is happy to help, but there's not a lot of people that don't reach out. So we're, 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 guess we're hoping to reach out to people that are just going to get started and help them find the tools to just accelerate. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, help break down those common things that we all experience early on. Yeah. The doubt, you know, push through those moments when you're going to get lost. Kind of give people some constant reminders about that kind of thing. Right. Also, <clears throat> just give them some high-level information about maybe projects they've never heard of. Maybe just some general exactly points and, and also just resources like, and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. A weekly companion to your PowerShell journey. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of a reminder, keep you on course. We're here for you. It's an open thing. We're kind of trying to give whatever support we can. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I like Definitely. It. Absolutely. You guys have anything else? Um, well, it has been, it, it's such, uh, talking to Sean Wheeler about documentation, and, and we're all podcasters here. Um, when you get to the point when you're teaching others, to me, that's the greatest form of contribution. Mm-hmm. It, there's no mm-hmm. higher order than like empowering others to do and kind of multiply your efforts. That's a little bit what my talk was about this year. So this week, kind of being in the community and getting to really experience what I've been kind of preparing for my talk for weeks and reading about and like, you know, I knew it was going to happen now to be here and to be experiencing the community. Um, it's such a fantastic It's amazing. It yeah. really is. Yeah. And uh, it, it, I don't know. I haven't encountered anyone that has been like uh, negative or, or like, you know, didn't smile or didn't like, you know, when you approach and stuff like that. Everyone seems to be like, hey, I, you had the feeling like you, you met these people before, even though you haven't. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know how to explain that. Yes. It's so, a very odd and convenient magnetism that everyone has. Yeah. It's general understanding. Hey, we're here. It's a safe place to be yourself. You're going to be appreciated. Yeah. You can talk about those projects and we'll listen to it and we value your perspective. Right, right. And, uh, and you know, during breakfast and lunches and stuff like that, I've been trying to like sit at different tables and, you know, move around and stuff like that just to, you know, break the ice and, uh, you know. If you sit at the same table every time, you will find out <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, that's one thing they definitely told everybody, you know, mingle here. It's about making those, it's, it's helping break down those barriers, make those relationships and social network and find that community because that's really what, really what it's all about. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's good. It's been really a pleasure to see you guys here doing mm-hmm. the same things we do. You know, the more the merrier, right? And, um, um, you know, if we can support you guys, you know, we're happy to do that, uh, promote you guys and stuff like that. We should all be connected on Twitters and Definitely. LinkedIn's and, you know, things like that. Absolutely. Um, Thanks for yeah, it's, it's been great. And, you know, we were just at the uh, party last night and this idea came up that we should do cross interviews, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. Um, yeah, I wish you guys a lot of success and, and you know. So I think the way that we're doing it is we're going to do one on your podcast and then we are going to interview you on ours. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we're going to bring in our hard-hitting questions. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we the whiskey. <laughs> we were soft. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. 
you know what? In the future, we could we could probably you know uh, make it uh, you know some schedules and down the road, you know, uh, yeah. and, and do joint venture uh, podcasting. I think we're going to be at some of the same conferences, hopefully. Probably. Okay. And Nashville's there's some great ones coming up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not just talking about conferences, but I'm talking about like you know regular. Uh, you know, uh, Kate is like guest guest speakers. We could get you guys over and talk to us about what's going on in your yeah. in your. I think it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. For for both of us, the more people that we can. Yeah. Get yeah. And our concept, I'm not sure whether you guys are going to ask this question on on uh, and probably yeah you, you guys can ask us the same question, but our concept is a bit uh, different. Uh, it's still. It's more about sharing information, right? So um, this was uh, this idea came up. It was his uh, mixed idea. He was talking to me one day and stuff. You know, both config manager guys and stuff like that. One day he said, "Hey, you know, I'm thinking of starting a podcast." And I said, "Hey, you know, let me join you on this or something like that. Right? Let's work together." Because you know, when you have a when you do it by yourself, then you're just talking by yourself, right? You don't have that, you know. Now we can have a conversation, you know, a discussion. It becomes, you know, there's some chemistry and, you know, fun. And and, uh, and that was it. You know, we picked uh, a platform and, and uh, you know, there we go, right? And so our, our idea is about, you know what, here's some latest things about PowerShell that's out there. You know, whether there are new resources, uh, some security issues, right? A new version of PowerShell, whatever, whatever. Um, and uh, so that's what we try to highlight. And I think we brought in a few spe- uh, guest speakers and all- along the way. And that, that's why usually our podcasts are like 15, 20 minutes long, because yeah. we're basically just making, you know, we just want to give people the latest news, a short, concise podcast. Yeah. A good way to kind of keep up with what's changing. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And then uh, we just put links inside the, um, uh, typically in the uh, podcast link, we put links in there and then they can go research, mm. read it up more if they want. Yeah. One of the hardest things for us uh, doing podcasts because it's audio, and as we are talking and we're sharing, like sometimes, you know, some commands and stuff like that, right? It's like, oh man, I wish we had done it on a, like a YouTube style, right? <clears throat> so that we can do do the visual as well and show, you know, this is how you write this one liner. This is what we're looking at. So we've had some of those challenges. So we, we talk about the same thing, but. It- it's not just adding another medium, it's you're doubling the editing you do because it's yes. different. So it's, yeah. a, it's not a small task to have both. Yeah. I think it's something we've been thinking about, but it's, I mean, how do you get to that point? Yeah. <clears throat> We thought about it a few times, and then we just abandoned the idea. It was just say, let's just stick with it. This is what we know. You know, keep it going. It's been working out pretty well. So I guess one uh, last question. What is your all's experience in PowerShell? Oh, I started because my brother made me, which is actually most of my, my career decisions happen. Uh, he's always been smart of me, and I just, I just listen, which is nice. But uh, as an exchange admin for a couple of years, and just worked on automation, and then the recruiter hit me up for PDQ saying they want someone to automate something full time. And uh, that was, how we could say none of that. Yeah. I did that for about a year and a half and then shifted over to the content side of things. It's been, it's been blessed. Yeah, that's awesome. So I've been doing PowerShell for a while. I kind of was starting to get into it like 2016, 2017. I heard it existed and uh, I knew it was kind of cool. 
I had I eventually got a book PowerShell on a month of lunches and started kind of working through it, kind of stopped, copied some scripts, saved, kind of stopped. But I followed Don Jones on Twitter. And in 2018, he had a tweet that said, hey, are you in a place in your career where you could use some help or, you know, whatever. And there was a scholarship in 2018. And he said, if you uh, would like to come to the PowerShell Summit on a scholarship, submit an application, um, you know, tell us a little bit about your experience, what you're hoping to do, where you are in your career and whatnot. And, um, well, I did. And fortunately, I was accepted. And so in 2018, go ahead. Was that for the long run? There was no on ramp back then. Oh. They, it was thrown in the deep end. <laughs> so as soon as I was awarded the scholarship, I had a few months and I was like, okay, it's uh, time to go very deep into PowerShell and learn as much as I can by then so I can oh, take advantage of the opportunity. Oh, that's damn cool. Yes. Wow. So this event was really cool for me because to go from 2018 winning the scholarship to now you know, having done my PowerShell stuff for a while and being at a place in my career where I'm quite happy and owing that to PowerShell and... Mm-hmm. You know, now being here as a speaker and uh, interacting with the on-rampers this time, kind of uh, mentoring them and getting relationships with them going, it it feels very full circle. And to be able to pay that back and be connected and the community helping out is, uh, it wouldn't happen unless that opportunity was given to me in 2018. Right. Well, look at the journey you've taken, right? You were here on a scholarship as a student, really attendee, and then, you know, you progressed and then you, now you're a speaker, right? Yeah. We were talking to Mike Canicos earlier today, and uh, he had something similar too, right? He he showed up here as an attendee one year, then the next year he came back as a was it as a speaker or something like that, mm-hmm. and then now he's one of the organizers. Yeah, you know the progression was just, you know, because we were talking about like personal branding and stuff like that. Like you know, um, I'm big into that as well. Uh, you know, I try to like try to teach people how to do it and why you should do it, right? Um, and you guys have your own personal branding, you know, going and stuff like that. So that's that's what he was talking about. You know, that you you get recognized, you get you know, and start to give back to the community again. You know, so we had some discussions with some of the on ramp students, and uh, you know, we were saying, you know, it'll be great to see you guys come back mm-hmm. and be the trainers. You know, it's uh, I, I just uh, you know that that just like. Gives me goosebumps. I know it's a goosebumps, but it's, in a good way. It's like it's so much cooler than PowerShell. Yeah. The fact that you're having this journey that's when you're impacting people's lives and helping them. Yep. That is that is so much cooler than any code could ever be. Yeah. When you're actually having an impact in the world. Um. And yeah, it's not like uh, Mike Kanekos' example, and it's not for <clears throat> selfless reasons. No. He's benefited. Everyone who has kind of taken that journey of giving exactly. back and learning through that benefits from it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, one of the things that you said right there that we have heard numerous times in this conference is is how much PowerShell changed their lives. It did ours, and I think everybody here. Yeah, It's an amazing, amazing journey that I think so many of us share here and are wanting to share with the world. Because it would be quite a selfish thing to experience something so good and keep it to yourself and also kind of lead you to being lonely and isolated. So we want more people to experience this awesomeness that we keep talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. I think uh, you know this is uh, it's been a good conversation. Absolutely. Uh, but what, what was the conversation we were having before we started the podcast? It was about work from home. Oh yes. <laughs> we didn't capture that. We should talk about that. So 
I'm one of the few people seems that uh, does not like it. Okay. And it's not that I feel like the, I don't see the benefits, the the, the no dealing with traffic, all the other benefits. It's, I'm just less productive, and it's a. Uh, it's not for everybody. Yeah. It's a me issue. I uh, yeah. don't have the maturity, I guess, to work my own do it. Yeah. Time, so I just need need the structure of the office. No, it sounds like you have the self awareness to know what works best for you. Exactly. Put yourself in those positions. So. Yeah. For me, I love it. Um, you know, I used to go to office for what over twenty years, whatever, and uh, then the flip side happened, and I feel like I'm more productive at home because I have less distractions. Yeah, the interactions with your colleagues and stuff is nice, you know, but at the same point in time, when you go to your office, if you have like individual offices, and most of the time you're like trying to keep the door almost shut, and you're just sticking out when you are. You know, and this is not every environment, right? Some places are pretty open and stuff. But my previous place was was like that. You know, I almost have my door almost shut. I have my lights pretty much turned down. I'm sitting there in front of my two monitors and just working. Then you step out, you go have lunch. You may run into somebody. I'm like, I can do that at home, right? It's, um, yeah, so it's, it's it's for different different people. But I also like the flexibility. Like, you know, you're working from home. You could have, like, a contractor that's coming to your house for, I don't know, uh, uh, to do something, some work. And now you don't have to leave work. You can just say, hey, you let the person in. You say, listen, I'm going to be, you know, in my office. Come and get me if you need me, you know. Yeah, and, that's maybe one reason why I do like going to the office because if I need to work from home, I have the option. I could have the full. Right, right, right. Because it's Thursday. Mm-hmm. Thursday, no matter what, I have to go to the office. But any other time, if I need to, I can. Yeah. And, and we were talking about prayer because, you know, uh, our, our good friend prayer. And he, I think he lives about maybe two hours away from New York City. But he's also working remote. Now he's with Microsoft. But he makes it a point <clears throat> once a week on Mondays, he'll take the train down and goes and works in the um, office in Times Square, the Microsoft office. And, you know, he may run into a few people, but he just wanted that that once a week kind of getaway, you know, I need, I need to be away from my own place. So everybody's their own, own thing, right? Yeah. One thing that I've <coughs> been here this week, um, the, the biggest thing I guess I've realized is that I get fueled by this social interaction. I love working from home for the productivity. Yeah. Yeah. I really get locked in. And if I need to go uh, walk in my backyard and jump on my trampoline, I, I can't. <laughs> um, <laughs> But but coming here, it made me realize that I need more events like this. I need more community. Absolutely. Not, yeah. not every day, but knowing that I'm going to get this connection with the community and, and be amongst my people yeah. regularly, I need that. Yeah. And, you know, so I'm in Vermont, right? It's pretty cold most of the year. So, you know, hot weather and stuff like that is like, you know, it's 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 like uh, it's money, it's gold. You know, you, you, you take every opportunity you can get. So, you know, I'm, I'm downstairs in my basement and stuff, and then it'll be like, oh, it's like 65, 70 degrees. Yeah, let me go up. You know, we got a, like, uh, outdoor, you know, uh, we, we just bought it last year, put it on our deck and stuff like that, furniture, and with the umbrellas and stuff. So I'll go sit out there, just chill out, just to get a little bit of, you know, heat and sun. But the only problem is the glare. <laughs> you know, when you're working outdoors, you, you know, it's like, oh, my God, I can't really see properly. So... Uh, you know, you use like like a cardboard and stuff like that to like, you know, do a MacGyver. But uh, no, it's it's uh, different people have different things. Um, you know, I, I see the pros and cons. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, but definitely coming to something like this is amazing. So with that, we'll end it. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being our friends. And uh, right, any last words? Thanks for having us. This was great. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, we'll talk to you again in a minute. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so until next time, you know where to find us. I'm Hooch, uh, at Hooch, H-O-O-R-G-E on Twitter. And I'm Mick Pletcher, and you can find me on Twitter at Mick underscore Pletcher. Cheers. Cheers.